Hi everyone, this is Kavita, Certified Empowerment Coach and Hypnotherapist, and you are listening to the Enlightened Heart Podcast, where we explore topics that empower HSPs and empaths to go from surviving to thriving in the world. I use my years of coaching, my personal experience, and my training to provide deep insights and implementable strategies to help you thrive. In this episode, I go through some really great tips on how to deal with anxiety. It is called the 3S method. So if this is something that you're struggling with, listen in. Hello everyone, this is Kavita again coming to you with the Enlightened Heart Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. So today I want to talk about a method that is helpful to reduce anxiousness or anxiety holistically. Of course, if you are suffering from severe anxiety and it's impacting your life, then I will suggest that you consult a professional to help you with that. This is for those of you that are dealing with this on a daily basis in a mild way and it's impacting you and you want to try something. So most likely if you've had these symptoms or the effects of being anxious, worried, stressed, you've gone onto a search engine and looked it up, right? So you've probably gone in and typed the words, you know, how do I deal with feeling anxious? Why am I not able to sleep? Why am I feeling worried all the time? Or how can I stop feeling worried? So if you've looked for some of these things, then I'm hoping that this podcast will give you some tips. And one of the things to remember is no one thing can work necessarily for everyone. And that if you're a highly sensitive person or an empath, then you are more prone to these things because you will most likely be absorbing energy around you. And a lot of us are still trying to live in the world like the other 80%, which will cause um, stress, burnout, anxiety, insomnia, and all the other things that I'm talking about. So, you know, when it comes to anxiety, the anxiety, the feeling that's what people usually combat, right? So they want to go straight to that feeling and they want to deal the feeling and they want to reduce that feeling because it's uncomfortable. And so what I want to say is part of this process is to recognize that this is one of the ways that you react to situations and it's a signal. So if you can start to see it as a signal that you need to pay attention to something, that something maybe is not working some way that you're living, maybe even a, something that you're eating or consuming and start to see it that way and dive into it through that curiosity piece and say, oh, I'm feeling this. That's interesting. What is that about? Right. And start to think about what is causing this anxiety? What are causing these anxious thoughts? Right. So the anxiety is the feeling and the thoughts are what's creating the anxiety. Right. So then looking at what you're thinking, what are your thoughts, right? So the usually when I speak to people and I work with my clients who are dealing with anxiety, most of them are empaths, right? So they realize that it's the stress in their daily life that they're not working through. 
And so that energy of the stress builds up. And then it's the worry piece of, oh, I have to do this, or I haven't finished this, or they haven't finished their to-do list. They don't feel like there's enough time in the day. And so then it just feels like that they're always behind. And so that is why they are feeling that anxiousness. Now, if you're more in the moment, right, if you really check in with yourself in this actual moment, you are most likely okay, right? So then it is not the actual situation that you're in, although this can be different, right? I'm talking about when you're not in danger, right? So it's usually not the situation that you're in in that current moment that's causing these anxious thoughts. It's your thoughts about the future or the past, right? Your thoughts about not getting things done. So the stress doesn't actually come from the event. So a great example is running late. The stress doesn't come from the event of you actually running late. It comes from the thoughts that occur while you're running late, after you're running late, before you are running late. Okay. So you may be driving to meet someone. Okay. And you're running a little late. And so maybe your thoughts go into, they're going to think that I'm inconsiderate. Um, maybe they'll leave before I get there. Um, or you're thinking of making a bad impression. If it's someone that's um, opinion feels important right? So then your your thoughts start to ruminate and then you your heart might start to race, right? Because stress does create a physiological reaction, right? And those physiological reaction is just from your thoughts. So what you're thinking is so powerful that it makes your body respond in a certain way, okay? Most likely your breathing becomes shallow and now you're feeling stressed, right? So now how can you do this differently? Now you were running late and you thought they will understand everyone's late sometimes. Let me send them a text and let them know I'm going to be late. That'll create a lot less stress. Okay. than the other set of thoughts that I described. So the thoughts are a great place for you to focus when you're working on that anxiety piece, right? So you can, you know, respond rather than react to the situation. Because however you're conditioned, that is how you're going to react, right? That's going to be the initial right away, what you're going to do when a situation arises. The conscious individual, and if you're listening to this podcast, you are a conscious individual, is choosing to look at a situation and respond differently, because the way that you're responding or reacting is not working. So you want to choose a different way. So I'm going to talk about what I call the three S ways to reduce anxious feelings holistically. So all you have to remember is the three S ways. Okay. So the first part is sleep and rest. Okay. I know that that's not what you expected, but this is really important because if you are not resting your body, your mind, then everything else in your life is going to feel more challenging. Okay. And some of you may be thinking this and say, well, this is not possible for me. I cannot sleep. Insomnia is one of my problems. So how can you start with sleep? Okay. Because that's not helping me, right? What I want to ask you is, are you resting? So start with resting and relaxing. A lot of my clients do not know how to rest, how to relax, 
how to have fun. Okay. And they stay up late doing things that they know is going to impact their sleep. They stay up late doing things that can numb because maybe the day was so taxing to their nervous system and they have not done anything to downregulate their nervous system so they can calm down and sleep. So, you know, paying attention to the sleep. How are you sleeping? What is it that impacts your sleep? On the nights that you do sleep, what was different? Right, you could keep a sleep journal. That's a great way to just pay attention. If you're having trouble sleeping, then there's a lot of options right now for sleep meditations. Doing a sleep meditation to help support you to be able to fall asleep. Giving yourself at least 30 minutes. More is better. Probably an hour is better. But if you can give yourself 30 minutes before bed to consider that the preparation for your sleep, right? So your bedtime is not the actual time you go into bed and close your eyes. Your bedtime starts the half hour before. And having a routine is going to make a huge difference, right? Because that routine signals your body that, okay, it's now time for rest. And one of the main things you probably know this is not to be on your cell phone or any screen. One of the things that has happened this year is that we are on screens a lot more than we have been before. It's been the one way we could connect with others, right? And so really being conscious, right? And what are the things that you can do so that you can get better sleep? and rest and relax. Really pay attention to that because if you can do that for yourself, that will not only reduce your anxiety and stress, that is just going to make you feel better. You're just going to feel better overall. You're going to enjoy life better. Things are not going to stress you out as much. Sleep is so important. Sleep and rest. So start with the rest, keep a sleep journal, whatever you need to do to improve that. The next thing Silence. So that's the second S, okay? So spending some time in silence every day, even if it's only five minutes. So it could be meditating, right? That's a great way to spend time in silence, but maybe that's not possible for you, right? Maybe, especially those days that your nervous system is feeling really taxed, sitting in one place and meditating might be challenging and actually make you more stressed, right? So maybe you have to go out and go for a walk. Maybe you have to do some moving meditations. You have to do some, if you're a yogi or you practice yoga, you can do Surya Namaskars or the sun salutation, right? So that kind of like a moving meditation or just simply just allowing your eyes to close without sounds and just resting your body and breathing for five minutes. And you know, if thoughts come, they will come. Just allow the silence to calm your nervous system. And when a thought comes, you just tell the thought, that's great. I'll deal with that. I have that handled, right? And allow the thought to flow through you. When we try to push the thoughts away when we're in silence, then they get louder, right? So giving yourself some silence every day. Maybe you give yourself 10 minutes in the morning before you check your phone, before you deal with, if you have kids, the kids, before you deal with anything else, you're in silence. And silence is not just about sound. It's about dealing with what's coming in to our bodies, right? So what is coming into your body and, you know, through all of your senses, okay? So just giving yourself that gift of silence. And then the third S is the surrender piece, okay? So 
When we are stressed, I talked earlier about having those thoughts, right? And the thoughts create that feeling of stress. And so learning to pay attention when that happens and give yourself and your mind something else and another way to look at a situation so that it doesn't bring up your nervous system and your stress level, okay? And then the last part of it is to surrender, right? Really be clear when you're stressed about a situation. What can I do here? Is there something that I could do? So I'll I'll use the same example of being late. So let's say that you are late and you apologize to the person. Um, You let them know ahead of time. You show up. They're understanding and everything goes fine. And then you have an opportunity and you surrender, right? Okay, I'm going to be late. That's it. That's the surrender piece. Now, taking that further is, is there something, an action that I can take next time so I'm not late? So don't put myself in that scenario, right? Sometimes we can get addicted to that adrenaline rush of being late and other things that cause stress. What is it that I can do differently here so that that doesn't happen? What made you late? Well, you made yourself late, really, but what what was the cause of it for you, right? Did you tell yourself, oh, I can just check one more email one more time? Did you underestimate how long it takes you to leave the house and get ready, right? What are the things that are causing you to be late? Can you do something differently? And then surrender, right? Okay, next time I'll do differently. This is what I'm going to do. And allow the divine energy to support you in that process, right? Ask for support from divine to help you with the changes you need to make, help you with, instead of reacting, responding to what's happening for you and have faith that the things are taken care of, right? So having these 3S method will help you reduce your stress and the anxiety, okay? So this is just one way, right? This is just one way. There are so many ways to do that. And if you need even more support, I love helping my clients who are empaths and highly sensitive people step into their greatest version of themselves, step into being their leader in their own life. And the only way they can really truly do that is to learn to manage their anxiety, to manage their thoughts, to manage and learn their strengths as an empath and a highly sensitive person. And that is what I can help you do. So if you are feeling the need for support, and if you are ready, especially with all the things happening this year, I will always have the link in the show notes for you to book a clarity session with me. I do not like giving pressure because to me, it's really important that it's an alignment that I work with someone because as an empath, I have to feel aligned and you have to feel aligned with me. It has to feel like the good fit. Okay. So no pressure. And if you're not ready for that, you can always go onto my website and get my free gift. Okay, so it's a free guide available. There is a link in the show notes. And until next time, take good care. Thank you for joining us for the Enlightened Heart Podcast, where we focus on issues that are relevant to support highly sensitive people and empaths to thrive in this world instead of just surviving. I created this podcast to support people like you and me. So if you are called, please take a moment to write a review because you are truly appreciated as a listener and I would love to be able to share this knowledge with others. 
your review is like an invitation for others to join you. Until next time, take good care. Bye.